Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. So we're continuing this morning our series called Different. We've been looking at um, Peter's encouragement in 1 Peter, uh, the book of 1 Peter, and his encouragement to the early church who was living and suffering under this severe persecution. And in week number one, we looked at different faith through trials. Last Sunday morning, um, Rach Worthy preached a phenomenal message called Different Values in an Unholy Culture. And isn't Rach Worthy a great preacher? She's a great preacher. So this morning, we want to continue that and want to ask the question this morning, if I asked you today, how many of you would be excited and overwhelmed with anticipation if you realised it was God was calling you to do something specifically? How many of you would be encouraged by that or excited by that? And I wonder how many would say, I mean, I want to do exactly what it is that God is calling me to do. Any hands up out there this morning? Amen. There's about 10 of us that are on fire. Amen. Just moving on. But our topic this morning is a different calling in a dark world. That's our topic this morning, a different calling in a dark world. And one of the many things that you notice when you see Peter writing to the church in 1 Peter is he uses these words times and time again. If you read through the book, you see that he uses the word call or the word calling or the word called over and over and over again. And when we talk about calling, that's what we're going to look at this morning, a different calling. A lot of times people kind of wonder, number one, what am I called to? Number two, what does God want me to do? Great questions, right? Great questions if we could just look at those this morning. And today I want to show you three different types of calling. And then we're going to spend the majority of our time looking at the third one. Amen. Good to see Henny and Magda here this morning as well. Amen. So number one, the first calling is the eternal call to Christ. That's the first calling. The truth is today the Holy Spirit is alive and well. I got to say it again. The truth is today the Holy Spirit is alive and well. Many people think that his work stopped at the outpouring uh, of the, uh, the, Holy, the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts. I want to say today that the Spirit of God is still moving today. He's still wooing people. He's still drawing people. He's still bringing people to Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit is alive and well. And we see the first calling is the eternal call to Christ. And Peter had an encounter with Jesus in uh, Luke chapter 5. He was out there fishing um, on the lake there. You may know the story or may not. They weren't catching any fish. They fished all night. Jesus gets on the boat and says, throw your net to the other side. They have this amazing catch of fish. And then Peter has a revelation about who Jesus is. And Jesus says to him, come follow me. Peter understood what it meant to have, number one, the eternal call of Christ. That's the first calling. The second calling is this. It's a call that a lot of people get excited about. And this is deemed as a temporary calling to an assignment. A temporary calling to an assignment. You might feel called to go on a mission trip. Anyone ever feel called to go on a mission trip? Especially when it's to a beautiful island somewhere, amen? I'm surprised how many people get called to the South Pacific Islands, but not that many people get called to India and other places like that. Why is that? Anyway, moving on. 
You might feel another temporary calling. You might feel called to serve in a particular ministry for a season. You might feel called to study for a season. You might feel called to take a step of faith and pursue whatever it is that God's put in your heart. But the first call is the eternal call to Christ. The second calling is the temporary calling that God gives us. And the third one that we want to look at this morning that many people will overlook but I want us to spend a little bit of time, not much this morning, but a little bit of time focusing on this call because many people overlook this call and this call is exactly this. A daily call to live a different standard. A daily call to live in a different standard. That's what we want to look this morning. Our God calls us daily to live in a different standard. When we think of calling, we tend to think of the do, what am I called to do? But I want to say this morning that God starts with the who before he gets to the do. God starts with the who before he gets to the do. And when we think of calling, we tend to think of the do. What am I called to do? But God starts with the who before he gets to the do. Because if the who's not right, the do will never be right. Amen? If the who is not right, the do will never be right. And the truth for each of us today is that we too, just like the early church, need to be reminded of who we are. Thanks, Max. The bear. Often we forget about who we are. And Paul, in his writing to the early church, who faced incredible persecution and Next week, we're going to be looking in detail at the persecution that they faced. But these people faced incredible persecution. They were the early believers. And like, like, um, uh, like we are today, they were very misunderstood. In fact, like us today, we're understood as followers of Christ. The world today calls us self-righteous. It calls us judge judgmental. Um, we can even be called intolerant bigots per se. We're misunderstood. Those things that I just mentioned there are nothing of what a true believer of Christ is. So before Peter tells them what they're called to do, he's going to remind them of who they actually are. I want to spend just a couple of moments on that, who we actually are. The truth is, if you want to know what you're called to do, what you need to do is first start with an understanding of who you are, right? And Peter does that in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He reminds them of who they are. He says this to them, and he's saying this to us today. It says this, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light, who once were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Who are you this morning? Who are you this morning? Look, listen to what it says there, that we're chosen, we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a special people, people of God. What did God do for us? God called us out of darkness into his marvellous light. My goodness gracious me. 
if we could only get a greater insight into who we are in Christ, amen. We've been called, we've been chosen, we've been invited, we are no longer in darkness, but now today we are living in light. We are different today because of what God has done for us, amen. That's why I want to encourage us on a Sunday morning when we come together, we're just not coming to church. If you just come to church, guess what? You'll just get church. But if you understand that you are the people of God, that we are the people of God, we are chosen, we are anointed, we're appointed by God, that as we come into the house of God and worship God together, God's presence comes, amen. And God wants us to come to the house of God with that attitude because we're chosen. We've been called out. Once we were living in darkness, now we're living in light. Hallelujah. So that's why when we come to this place on a Sunday, it's so important that we come with the right heart, the right understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. What can take away my... Amen. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Love it this morning. Before the what, we need to work out the who. And I love that there. Peter encourages the early church about who they are. In 1 Peter chapter 2, then it goes on. The next verse, we see the call to a daily different standard. And this is where we want to finish this morning because he says this. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners. Temporary what? Temporary what? And what, the other word? Foreigners? What does that give us a picture of? Just passing through? Some people, you know, just, we, we just think that this life is it. No, there's an eternal life that Christ has won for us. And our focus needs to be on that life, amen, preparing the future for that and in that. But so many people get caught up in the temporal. It's about the here and now. No, there's far bigger picture that we're working towards. Far bigger picture that we're working towards. And we need to keep our eyes on that all the time. So he says, dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbours, a different standard. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honourable behaviour and they will give honour to God when he judges the world. Listen to these thoughts this morning. Live properly among your unbelieving neighbours. Notice Peter doesn't say right here, first you have to convince them to believe like you. No, what he says is we're going to show them what we believe by how we behave. We're called to a different standard. Thank you. We're called to a different standard. I love the thought. They're called to a different standard. Peter says, live properly among your unbelieving neighbours. Then in verse 15, I love this. He says, it's God's will. What's God's will for your life, for my life? Here's God's will. It's God's will that your honourable lives should silence the ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. And this is the thought this morning as we prepare to conclude. Here's what you're called to do daily, to live a different standard. It says that this is what Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 9, chapter 3, verse 9. He says, Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with one another, love each other as brothers and sisters. Oh my gosh. Love each other as what? Brothers and sisters. Sympathize with each other. 
Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted. Keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Listen to this. This is what God has called who to do. This is what God has called us to do. God is calling us to live in a different standard. To live in a different standard, we don't re retaliate with insults when people insult us. Instead, we pay back with a blessing. I hope on the way home you get terribly cut off in the lane that you're driving in. Just for the Lord to test you right there. I pray today as you go to the cafe and they bring out something that you didn't order, something that you might despise to give you an opportunity not to retaliate, to, but to what? Bless. To bless. Why? Because God's calling us to live in a different standard. When someone asks us to go a mile, Jesus said that we need to go what? Two miles. When someone asks for our shirt, we need to give them our jacket too. goes on. Whenever someone curses, we bless them back. Whenever someone hates us, we pray for them and we show love. When someone wrongs us, we forgive them because we're called to something different. We're called, when you know who you are, you'll know what to do. When we get a greater understanding of who we are, we'll know what to do. So I want to finish this morning with this. I don't just have an assignment. We don't just have an assignment, the temporary calling. You and I have a daily assignment to live differently. To live differently. God has called us every day to let the light of Jesus shine. And I'm called and we're called daily to show the love of God. And here's what I hope as we finish this morning, that each of us understand that every day that we're on call, Every day, we're on call. You're on call to love someone when they're in need. You're on call to give when someone has a need. When the old lady in the street can't mow her lawn, guess what? We take on the lawn mowing ministry. When we're at Woolies or Coles, wherever you go, and someone's short $20, we discover that, and all of a sudden, we're into the giving ministry, amen. Because it doesn't matter where we are, God's called us to live a different standard. And because of that, we need to understand that we are continually on call. Amen. Every day, God's calling us to be on call. A daily call to live a different standard. Can we bow our heads this morning as we pray together? Father, we thank you this morning. God, we pray this morning that you give us the eyes to see the needs of the people in and around our world. We pray that you give us a heart to care for those that are hurting. We pray, God, you give us ears to hear those who need your love. We pray, God, wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves, that we would understand that we are called to a different standard, that you're calling us to live in a different light, in a different realm, in a different culture to that of the world. And Lord, as your people, we just pray that as we go through this week, as we go through the coming weeks, as we go through today, God, that you would give us opportunity after opportunity to live in the different standard that you're calling, calling us to. Because, God, we thank you today that we are called, that we are chosen, 
that we are a royal priesthood, your own special people that you've called. So we thank you this morning. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Just while every eyes closed and heads bowed, I don't know every person here this morning, but I want to invite people and give people an opportunity to that first call this morning, which is the eternal call to Jesus Christ. Peter understood and experienced what that call was when he encountered Jesus. And today, friends, we want to give you an opportunity to encounter the same person that Peter encountered. By opening up your heart, asking Jesus Christ to forgive you, committing your life to Him, and following Him. Amen. The Bible says it's our sin that separates us from a loving God. The Bible also teaches us that God so loved the world that He gave Jesus to die on that wicked cross so that our sins could be forgiven. And friends, today, while you're here in this place and online as well, I want to encourage you today and give you an opportunity this morning to make the greatest decision that you could ever make with your life, and that is to ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Please don't look around right now. Please bow your heads. Friends, if you're here this morning, at home this morning, right now, if you would like to ask Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior, if you would like to take that first step, that first call, the eternal call to Jesus himself this morning, then we'll have your heads bowed and eyes closed. Would you raise your hand right now? If I could see it in this place this morning. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you. For those that might be at home this morning, in your lounge room, wherever you are, those watching during the course of this week as well, encourage you too. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, I thank you for people that you're drawing to yourself. Father, for those that are at home, online, right now, Lord, those watching during the week, Jesus, we thank you that by your Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he is drawing people to you. And Lord, this morning, as we go about our week and as we go about all that you called us to be about, we just thank you, Jesus, today, that you are leading us, that you are guiding us. And this morning, thank you for encouraging us about the eternal call upon our lives, Lord, to know you. And so, Lord, we thank you this morning for this moment, this time, this day. And everybody said amen and amen. Well, why don't you give the Lord a hand clap this morning?